The following shear has been presented by Rav Yosef Jacobowitz, the Chaber Sefer Gavul Roshayim on Erevin, and has been brought to you by the base of Ad Halacha Center. Yevamos Daf Nun Dalad. The Gemara on Nun Dalad Amud Beis, towards the bottom of the Amud, discusses the Dossay the Pshit Leilatana, the Menav Veloy Menaim Menole. The Gemara wants to know how the Tana knew, as Dover Pashit knew, it was so simple that the Erev of the Dossay, the one is Osir. The Issa Erva to his aunt is only the Dostum and Av from his father's side, Vloyman Aim and not from his mother's side. Why was that so Pashatas? Why was that so Pashat to the Tana? Omar Rava, Rava said, Asya Doidoi Doidoi, it's Xerish Shava. Xivacha Erva's Doidoi Gila, the word Doidoi is used in the Pasuk by the Issa of Erva's Doidoi. Xiv Hasam, and it says over there, that Gula Sadis, Oi Doidoi, Oi Ben Doidoi Galenu. As uncle or his cousin, using the word doi yigalenu, should be goyal, should redeem his field. Ma'ala ha'la, just like over there, men'av of a aim, it only means an uncle from the father's side, not from one's mother's side. Afkan, the same applies over here, men'av of a aim, only from the father's side, and not from the mother's side. Vahasam and and over there, like Ula Sadis, how do we know it only means uh, an, uh, an uncle from the father's side? Because the Apostle says, from his Mishpacha, they should be goyal, they should redeem one's fields, the one had to sell out of poverty. And because it says Mishpacha, from one's Mishpacha, so that the Gemara explains, Mishpacha's Av Kriya Mishpacha. From the father's side, that's considered Mishpacha. Mishpacha's aim in a Kriya Mishpacha. From a halachic point of view, uh, a relative from the mother's side, that's not considered a family member. Mishpacha only carries over from the father's side and not from the mother's side. If we look in Shulchan Aruch, in the beginning of Hilchus Nachlis, the Lachos of Yerusha, of inheritance, in Simon Reisha and Vav, the title of the Simon is Seda Nachlis Ketzad Hu, the order of Yerusha, of inheritance, how does it go? And Sif Dalad, the Machabah says, Mishpacha Sa'im, the family from the mother's side, in the Korean Mishpacha, is not considered the family, halachically, in regards to Yerusha, in regards to an estate, to inheritance. Sha'ina Emi Reshes Espinah, mother does not inherit her son. Velayis Bitosh does not inherit from her daughter. If two people are brothers, they have to share the same mother, but they have a different father. There was one father for the first one, and then the, the, let's say that father passed away, or he was Megari, she divorced the mother, then she remarried to a different man. These two brothers who only share the same mother, they are not Yerish each other, they do not inherit each other. His father's family, that will inherit him. Now here the Ramal adds in, he's actually quoting the Trubas Adashan, now, Phil Stuki, even a Stuki, we'll soon explain what that is. Sheen la Yarshim and Av, he has no Yarshim, he has no inheritance from the father's side. Eim Mishvachas ima Yarshim, they say. His mother's family is not Yarshim, they did not inherit him. El Aredu Kuger, and the Chazavka, he's like a Ger who passes away, who didn't have any children after he became a Yid. That means he has no Yiddish relatives, he has no Jewish relatives to inherit him. All his property becomes Hefker. Now, what's a Stuki? A Stuki is someone that we know who the mother is, we don't know who the father is. The child is born out of his nus, and uh, we don't know who the father is. The mother is Mazana, she did not have a child from, from her husband, or there was no husband, and therefore we don't know who the father is, we only know who the mother is. So a Stuki, he, we know who the mother is, and he has Mishpachas Eim, he has relatives from the mother's side, and still their mother is telling us, the Trumasadesh and Paskins, that although he has no relatives from the father's side, because we don't even know who his father is, still the mother's family does not inherit him, they're not Yerushim, and he has the status of a Ger, of uh, someone who converts the Yiddish guy who passed away without any Yiddish children, that there's no one to be Yerushim, and all his property becomes Hefker. Now, on the Pitzchei Tshuva, 
on this remark, quotes the Tshuvas Maim Chaim that discusses the following case, which is similar to Shtuki, but we'll soon see how it can, we can differentiate between this case and the case of Shtuki. Shabir Achas, in one city, Nifter Isha, a woman passed away. We don't know who her father was. Machmas, but what's the reason why we don't know who the father is? Shazez Man Kabir, it's already a long time. Shabal Achamirachuk, someone came from far away. Venosa Ima Isha, and he married this woman's mother. This happened many years ago. He married her mother, the 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 the, the, the as a wife. Holy Man Isha, and they gave birth to this lady. Isha Zayis, this lady. Achach Kirsha, and then that man he divorced the mother. Venoslam come, he traveled away. But no one knows who he is. The Zayis Isha, this woman, Holy Bayis, she had a house. The Eskirlish Achash rented out to a tenant, she rented out to someone. Now she passed away. Now she doesn't have a father's family because we don't know who her father's family is. We do know who her mother's family is. And they want to inherit this house that belonged to her. And the Rabbanim did not allow them to inherit the house. Because, like we just said, and it comes from our Gemara, that we just learned, that family from the mother's side, that's not considered Mishpacha in regards to Yerusha. So here we have a lady who passed away. She had no children. And she had no, there's no, she has no children of her own. She has no siblings. And she may have been an older woman. And her mother may have passed away many years before that. We have no way to find out who her father was. She was born legitimately from a marriage between her parents, but they were married for a short time. Then the father divorced the mother, and he skipped town, he moved away. And this might be a story of, of many, many years before when, the, when this lady was born. And no one knows who the father was. And now the question is, what happens to her property, to the house that she lives over? And here, the, the mother's family wants to be Yerush, they want to inherit the house. And the Rabbanim said they cannot inherit it, because Mishpacha's aim, uh, Mishpacha from the mother's side, is not considered Mishpacha. Halachically. The question is, does this have the status of the property of a shtuki that's hefke? Just like a shtuki is someone who we know who the mother is, and because there's nus involved, we don't know who the father is, and there the halach is that when a shtuki passes away one day, all his property becomes hefke, because the mother, the mother and, and her family cannot inherit him, because mishpachas im is not considered mishpacha, and the father is unidentified. So here also the father who cannot identify who the father is, he's long gone, we don't know who he or his family are, and the mother's family cannot inherit him. So maybe it should be the same thing. All the property that, that, that this lady owned should become Hefker and anyone could come and grab it just like a girl passes away without any ocean. The Heishev Maim Chaim answered that Nid Nidon, our case, it's different from the case of a Shtuki. The Shani Shtuki, a Shtuki is different. His father's family, they have no Chazaka of being a relative. We have no idea they are, and there's no way to ascertain who they are. They have no rights to the Yerusha. One day when Eliyahu Navi comes, he gala, and who revealed to us, Minas Avra, from who she became pregnant, who's really the father. Then they can come forward, the father and his family, and inherit the Shtuki. Nevertheless, until Eliyahu Navi comes, they have no Shtuki. The Yerusha, because the Lach of Yerusha is in order to be a relative, to inherit someone who is deceased, someone who passed away, even though it does not require Edis, no one has to bear witness that you are a relative to the person who passed away. Is that someone who was understood, who was accepted all the years that, 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 that he's, well, this person is a relative to the second person. So when the second person passes away, this first person who was understood and accepted all the years that, that, that he's a relative, he could come down and inherit property from that second person. It was always understood and assumed that he's a brother, he's a nephew, there's some relation, he could come and he could inherit. But when there's no cheskes because we have no idea 
who the father's family is, and there's no way to ascertain who the father's family is, then the, the, whoever, the relative, whoever the father is and his children are, wherever they are, it's not just that we have no way to identify them, and therefore there's no practical way for them to inherit the, the Shnuki. But they're actually not considered Yershim. They're not considered inheritors, because by definition, in order to be considered an inheritor, a member of the estate, it has to be somebody who's understood and accepted to be a relative. And here they're not accepted to be a relative. And therefore, someone who, who, who grabs on to the property of the Shtuki leaves behind when the Shtuki passed away, he has every right to take it. It's completely hefkrip. When the father of this woman who passed away, when he was around, everyone knew who he was. It just happened many, many years ago, and he's long gone. So now it's forgotten who he is. But one day, he or his family could come back, and it could be identified, it could be proven who he is. So then the Mayim Chaim says it's more similar to a different case, by lost items, that if you see a lost item drop from a group of two or three people, a natural sure move fell, and there's no sermon, there's no way to prove it is, we don't say it's Hefker, rather we say it has to be left until Elio and Navi comes. Now every time something we can't identify who the owner is, and we leave it until Elio and Navi comes, the Machlegis, the Machaber, and the Ramah, and Simon Shin, the Machaber feels that uh, we leave it by the person who's holding it right now, the Ramah says we leave it in the hands of Bezdin, it's a question of who to leave it by. The Maim Chaim wants to say, in this case, everyone agrees we leave it in the hands of Bezdin. But regardless of who it's going to be left by, it will not say that it has the status of Hefker. It's not the same as the property of the Shtuki. A Shtuki is someone like a Gary. He has no one to inherit him. His mother's family, Mishpachas Eim, is not considered Mishpach, like we learned in His father's family, wherever they are, they have no right to the inheritance because they were never accepted. They were never understood and accepted to be relatives. They were never identified. However, Masha'enken, what's different in our case is that there is a father out there who years ago was identified and was known to be the father, and because he left so many years ago, it's forgotten who he is. If we'd be able to dig up the history and find out who he is, it would be all his. And he really is a person who was uh, understood to be the, the, the inheritor of this, of this girl in those days when he, when he was known to be her father. It's just forgotten. And because of that, wherever it is, he and his... He is not alive anymore. He's, he, she passed away. Your father certainly may have passed away. But he and his other children or family members, wherever they are, they are the Yarshim, and no one has the right to take it. It's not Hefker. And whoever was renting the house, whoever was renting the house from this lady when she passed away cannot keep it. It has to be kept in the hands of Desmond, the way the mankind goes. Desmond's one of the not the person who's currently holding on to, who's currently living there. Desmond has to hold on to. So one day, hopefully, he'll be able to be identified who the father is, or otherwise, he'll be telling Leon Novi comes. Leon Novi will identify to us who the father is, and then the father will have the right to, uh, the father or his family will have the right to take the house and take the Yerusha of this lady who passed away. It's different from the din of Ashtuki. Now, there's another place where this halacha comes up. It's in Rishon involved by halacha manash chimura. Halacha is that a person on his deathbed, he can give him a tonne, he could say who he wants his property to go to, and it'll go to the people who he specifies, and it'll not go to his regular Yarshim. And this halacha, this takana, is, uh, in the, is in, including the parish of Yerusha. The Chazal said that just like there's a, a natural halacha pitayra, the natural way that property goes to Yerusha when someone passes away, there's also halacha manash chimura, the honor person on his deathbed, they can specify who they want the property to go to, and that's who it goes to. And therefore, there's a Shiloh about a ger who, uh, who doesn't have uh, who doesn't have Yiddish children that were born to him when he was a yid. Could you give him manash chimura? Same way he doesn't have Yarshim, he doesn't have any natural inheritance according to the entire and therefore his property should become hefker after he passes away. Could you give him manash chimura? Maybe manash chimura, this matana that person given his deathbed had the same status as Yerusha. And since he has no Yarshim, he cannot give him manash chimura. Machaber is of the opinion that he could give a manash chimura. There's certain exceptions that he can't. But in general, he a ger on his deathbed could give away. Verbally, could give away all his property. And there are more says, and some generation involves the following. some say, the Shimma He cannot give a Matan of Shimma. Otherwise, maybe he could give away his property at the last second before he, before his patira, before he passes away. But Matan of Shimma, that he cannot give. Then there are more says later on, this is our Trumus Adesha, the Rock Quote, but also some generation involved. We quote again, some generation involved. 
Shtuki, he is din ger. A shtuki has din of a ger, leading manash chimera. He has the same status as a, as a ger in regards to manash chimera. Now, manash chimera, we said by a ger, it's a machlekes. The machabra said that he could give manash chimera. The remote brought b'shem the tour, b'shem the rosh. They cannot give manash chimera to machlekes. So we're telling the same machlekes. So the remote says that anybody's muksik, so the muksik called on to them. Mitzvah chaver l'haraya. We apply the general rule that whoever's holding on to something, if you want to take it away from them, you have to prove it. If two people are muksik and if two people are holding on to at the same time, they will split it. But Shtuki has the same halacha. He has the same status as a ger who passed away in regards to manash chimera. Those who say a ger cannot give manash chimera because he doesn't have yarshim, he doesn't have yerusha, he also doesn't have this takan of chazal. They would say the same halacha applies to the shtuki. This is the same halacha which must dash and the Now the says the chayshin simulation involved. He argues very strongly on the trumas dash and he says the iratu is saif daite aroma. I wasn't able to understand the great words of trumas dash and he says that the shtuki is different from the ger who passes away without any yarshim because the shtuki he really has yarshim. Although the mother is not in a menace, she's not trusted to say who she was bazana with and who is really the father, but she knows the truth who the father really is and who his family really is. We don't trust her for that. We do trust her in regards to other halachas. We trust her to say that she was designed with a kosher yid and the shtuki is kosher and that menatera at least he can marry any other yid with her isa. And even though we don't trust to say who the kosher yid was, but really there is a yerish out there. There is a father and his family. She knows who it is. We don't trust her. We cannot prove who it is. But there is a family with real yarshim and therefore... They're the ones who truly get the Yerusha. And although we have no way to prove it and to give them the Yerusha, but the Shtuki, when he one day is on his deathbed, he should be able to give a Manash because he's not a person like a girl who has no Yerushim, who's out of the parish of Yerusha. He's in the parish of Yerusha. We just have no way to prove who the Yerushim are. That's what the Ksayf wants to say. In the Sibasam Mishput, he argues on this Ksayf, and he says that that's not true. He says that in a case where, in a case where the, 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 we just uh, don't know who the father is, similar to the case with Kachuba discussed and Reisha involved. So there, we have no way to find out who the Yarshim are, but there are real Yarshim somewhere, we just can't find them. Mashiach, in the case of the Shtuki, there are no Yarshim. And indeed, the Pesachuba and Simon Reisha involved, he refers us to what he discusses in Simon Reisha involved. Because this Machlech's place in the Sivas is the, seemingly the exact same Shiloh that the Pesachuba discussed in Simon Reisha involved. How do we look at the Shtuki? Do we look at the Shtuki as like the girl who has no Yarshim? Or do we view him as the person that has just forgotten who his Yarshim are? We forgot who the father is. Someone comes from a strange country. Like that's the case that the Tzayis Nesivas discussed. We don't know who their Yarshim are, but they have Yarshim wherever they are. And the B'tchachuva says the way he said in Reish Ha'invav, it will come out that the, the Ptaka of Nesivas would be correct. That would be the way we would pass him. According to the, the words of the Maim Chaim, as Nesivas brought in Reish Ha'invav, that would correlate, that would agree with what Nesivas says, that Shtuki is someone who has no Yarshim. It's not just that we have no way to find it out. There are no Yarshim. Because there's no one who has a Cheskas Karv. There's no one who has ever accepted as his relative. Mishpachas aim is not Kazir Mishpacha. And Mishpachas Avi never had. Somebody who has forgotten who his family is, or he came from a strange place that we just don't know who his family is, he has a Mishpachas Av. We don't know where they are. So then his property will have to be left. We will leave it according to the Maim and of Bezdin, because we have no way to know who his family is. But really he has Yarshim. No one could take it. It's not Kazir Hefker. And such a person would also be able to give him out the because he's in the parish of Yerusha. We don't know who the Yarshim are, but he has Yerusha, and therefore he can also give out his property on his deathbed in the form of Matnashkimura. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e journal, please email subscribe to info at the